The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Many times through the years, we've received phone calls here at the radio station. Yeah, Paul, you let me know what day you want me to come out and solve that problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been out there. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, up in Big Timber, you know, they got, uh, they, they, they're encouraging the spread of them. Got a little spot where you can pull out there and take pictures of thousands of them standing on their little mounds on sunny days. Oh. I played Take This Job and Shove It because the guy that wrote it is David Allen Coe. It's his birthday today. And I was kind of laughing as the song was trailing off there. I don't know how many songs Cat Country plays anymore that's got a prominent har- harmonica in them, <laughs> but that instrument sort of kind of seems to have gone away from 40 years ago. And I'd like to check this. Same newspaper. Both of our Montana college football teams won this week. <laughs> Difference in the headline. Difference in the size of the headline. Number four, Montana State takes down McNeese State in an up and down game. MSU's state or Montana State's defense is susceptible to big plays and a few miscues. New Year, same tenacious defense for the Montana Grizzlies. I know. <laughs> and uh, somebody sent me a message I didn't get till after we left Friday uh, on the uh, clip promoting the Grizzly football team that I talked about last week that I saw on Facebook. Uh, hashtag RTD. The RTD is return to dominance. <laughs> now, if you're a Grizz fan, you go to the Montana Grizzlies page on Facebook. There's a link you can click to that will get you some free wings at Buffalo Wild Wings on Wednesday. Suck it, Bobcats fans. Because <laughs> no, nobody's buying food when you win. So if somebody's got a little bit better marketing department oh. than you do. <laughs> oh. Well, folks, it was uh, it was incredibly hot over the weekend, and uh, here tomorrow, 102, but then Friday, the forecast high is about 40 degrees cooler, and I think everybody, whether you work outside or not, is ready for that. Hopefully, it'll cool off enough where the kids won't walk out of West High because it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of your hoodie. That might help, you <laughs> dumbass. Well, one thing about it, the girls are dressing a lot cooler than they used to. Yeah. <sighs> By the way, I want to apologize to you because uh, yesterday I didn't check on you. And uh, TVQ, the news station here in Billings, the uh, new liberal wing of uh, Montana advised everybody yesterday to check on all of their friends and relatives because of the heat yesterday. And uh, and I thought, everybody is with all of their friends and relatives today. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were advising everybody to do that yesterday. And uh, I, I don't know why. Because um, it's, it's, the, it's the new thing that, that sure. we do now. Oh, yeah. they're, they're following the lead of the liberal left. It's not any hotter than it was 50 years ago. No, it's not. Uh, it's always hot in Montana in September, always. August, July. Remember last week we talked about the Bull Mountain Fire in 1984. Mm-hmm. It was just brutal that year. 1988, the drought year. Remember the Willie Fire and stuff burning? Brutal that year. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not any different. No. 
Paul, you need to check on me when they advise you to check on people who snore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Paramount reran all four seasons of Kevin Costner's Yellowstone over the weekend. And I'll admit, I like the show. Uh, There's elements of the stuff with uh, his daughter Beth just being the most foul mouth thing. And I just, you know, I don't see the need for that, but I don't write stuff for Hollywood. But they got uh, they got the main actors of Yellowstone to do a travel PSA about coming to visit Montana. I don't think Kevin Costner was real thrilled to be in it. Yeah, his only line at the end was "See you on the trails." <laughs> I said out loud, "Highly unlikely." <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I've got some family lives in Bozeman, and uh, my sister in law was telling me somebody over in Bozeman had the foresight to buy a bunch of uh, big black SUVs and paint the logo from the Yellowstone Dutton Ranch, like in the show, on the side, mm-hmm. and then rent those out. And she says, if you, want to, if you want to rent one of those to drive around town, they're months out. They're booked for months. And I don't know what it costs to rent one, but... Hmm. Well... I got to get me some of the cows that they raise up there. I, I love. I watched the episode where they, they the calf was breached yeah. and got him. You know, and Paul, they have nine hundred pound calves. Oh yeah, I I got to get me a cow that has a huge, you know, four hundred pound calf that when you pull it out breached, it jumps up and runs away like a mountain lion's after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to get some of those. And looking at Facebook this morning, there's a couple of a uh, couple of fires over the weekend, but I'm not seeing if there was coverage of them. I can't find it as of yet. It looked like something was in the parking lot by McDonald's. Looked like it could have been a camper trailer thing. Well, of course he did. Barack Obama won, won an Emmy Saturday for what? <laughs> for narrating the documentary series on Netflix, Our Great National Parks. What? That's one of the problems with award shows. <laughs> I would have to look up and see who he beat out. God. <sighs> guy that should win an Emmy is a guy that does the uh, Aerial America series on Smithsonian. He mm-hmm. does he does a great job. Yep. I think his name is John Conrad. Is his name not Barack Obama? <laughs> Look, they're even rigging that one. Yeah. <laughs> they even rigged that vote count, didn't they? It didn't matter, Mark, who ran. No. It could have been Matthew McConaughey. It mm-hmm. could have been James Earl Jones. It could have been anybody, and Barack Obama was going to win that one. Period. Emmys. Emmys are like Grammys. You know, it, it doesn't, uh, it's not based on merit. God. There are a lot of categories in the Emmys. Well, I've scrolled down about 15 here, and I'm not seeing his category. So, Last week of baseball season here in Billings. Idaho's in town tonight all the way through Saturday. Your Billings Mustangs are 25 and 21, which I did don't think means there's going to be any playoff action for them. 
Oh, that's better video. It was a camper at McDonald's. Yeah, folks, if you're going to post video, you got to do some panning and some zooming. You got to be better photographers. Oh, yeah, that one, that one's not going to the body shop. <laughs> that's a total loss. Okay, thank you. So one uh, one thing about it, like the holidays, if you want to get in anywhere, any restaurant or anything, the holidays are the time to do it. Town's empty. Everybody's gone. Everybody's making that last run with the boat, camping trip, four-wheeler. Got to get up over Beartooth Pass, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I got a rock chip over the weekend in my pickup. I got to call the boys down there today, see if they can get that fixed right away. took a little drive on sunday and uh it's too hot to haul hay you know i, I don't like hauling hay and stuff when it's this hot i don't blame you because of the fire uh danger you know i'm kind of paranoid about fire mm-hmm. and uh took a little drive and i've always wanted to go uh up to lewistown cross country uh and uh, a lot of people i i know i've never been that way I've never been that way. And uh, you go, you take these old gravel roads and uh, go up through uh, north of Lavina, head up that way, hit the foothills of the Snowies, go through the Snowies, um, go up there by the, uh, through the East Fork Ranch that Maddie and I should have bought two years ago and, and we didn't and we didn't and we should have it was 14 million dollars and uh just couldn't make that one work <laughs> just uh, missed it by that much uh-huh. making a pencil out uh-huh <laughs> and uh just uh you know and i i sent maddie a couple pictures and you got to remember, it's September. This is the worst time of year that this country looks. Mm-hmm. Every year, it's September. Uh, you come out of the spring. You usually have a hot August and a hot September before the fall rains start. And it's usually the worst it ever looks. Even when it's the worst it looks, mm-hmm. it's, you know, great. And uh, went up that way. And I always wanted to drive up through there. Um and it takes a while because it's you know it's a gravel road and and uh, but it's it's pretty it was pretty whipped up there mm-hmm. had uh, you know what I found up there folks and and I this may m- make some of you mad but I don't care in fact I may blog about it today um, I found up there the quite possibly the best Mexican restaurant I've ever eaten at ever. Oh, fighting words. <laughs> That's going to be my blog today. Okay. Um, it's called the, the El Rancho El Grande. Okay. And it's right there on Main Street, and it's a family that has it, a Mexican family has it, and uh, you walk into the restaurant, and it's clean as can be. The tables in the booths alone are are uh, a conversation piece because they're almost like murals on the back of the the benches and the tables, a shiny glass epoxy type thing with all kinds of different beautiful colored pictures of a uh, of a scene from Mexico or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And um the uh the tortilla chips 
that I that they bring out is uh, were the were the freshest tortilla chips I've ever had in my life, mm-hmm. ever. Um, it was it was so good, and and there's a lot of I there's a lot of good places to eat Mexican food. A lot of good you know good family run. Mm-hmm. I, I like Guadalajara. Uh, even like Sarah's downtown has good stuff and mm-hmm. and uh, places like that. But this place, I mean, I've 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 had Mexican food in Mexico. I've had Mexican food in other major cities around America. The El, the uh, El Adobe down in uh, Sarasota, Florida, was excellent. This place, right up there with all of them. Oh, good, folks. If you want some weekend, you want to go up there and. Uh, it's worth the trip. It's worth the trip. I'm telling you. I already told Maddie when you come out, we're running up there for dinner. It's only for me. It's not really that big a deal. No, because uh, it's you know got to come to town. That's 40 minutes into town. I can be up there in you know an hour and 15. Right. I mean, who cares? Right. Out and, out here, that's nothing. Yeah, and um, great food. Great food up there. Tell them Paul sent you <laughs> to the El Rancho El Grande, right there on Main Street. You know, we were up there last year for volleyball, and uh, right across from the, uh, what's the big hotel that's been there forever? The Yogo Inn. Yeah, right, the, right across the street from the Yogo, uh, there's a brew pub, mm-hmm. and uh, we went over there, and... I had a burger that came uh, came with some really hot sauce, but also had peanut butter and jelly on it, which was a goofy combo. But that's that's one of the better hamburgers I've ever had. Hmm. And for a lot of folks, you know, you end up traveling to places that you wouldn't normally stop or go because you're following the kids in their sports or whatever. And I don't know if you've ever had kids in volleyball, but it's play for five minutes and then you're off for four hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great Mexican food, though. You want to take a weekend trip, a little drive up there, eat, drive back. Smoky up there, too? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Not so bad. Not so bad. Once you get about halfway into the snowies north, it was uh, it cleared up. But all those fires in Oregon, you know, they're all coming over here. Mm-hmm. Bad enough we get their people. <laughs> now we get their smoke. <laughs> Losers, all those people in the stay over there. Don't ruin our state. Don't infect us. We need a vaccine to protect us from all the crap they're bringing in, all their ideology, all that stuff. That's what we need. Recently, the kids' playground equipment at Barkemeyer Park in Huntley was vandalized. Join the Roadside Event Center Friday, September 9th for their Art for Our Park fundraiser for new playground equipment. Enjoy an evening of dinner, auction, and live music from the Bucky Beaver Ground Grippers. Tickets are $75 and available at the door. If you only want to come for the live music, tickets are only $10 after 9 p.m. All proceeds go to Barkemeyer Park's Playground Fund. Doors open at 5 p.m. Friday, September 9th at the Roadside Event Center, 143 Northern Avenue in Huntley, you must be 21 or older. Don't ruin us. You already ruined their state, their governor. They're, they're already ru- they've ruined everything about it. You know, they had this thing. They had asked everybody out there again over the weekend, shut your power down. Quit using power between 4 and 10. That's when everybody's home. 
Everybody's home between 4 and 10 in the evening. It's the biggest time for power draw. Right. And and you know what I think's funny? You know, we, you and I have talked about this, how ESPN has gone full-scale liberal progressive. Mm-hmm. Their, their main objective at ESPN anymore isn't about sports. No, no. It's none of that anymore, if you've watched them. It's about the advancement of women. Uh, it's about... Uh, uh, progressiveness, uh, all kinds of things. They, you know, people don't want that when they watch sports. They, they want sports. They go to sports to escape all of this bull crap that we're inundated with every day. Mm-hmm. That's why you go there, but you get a taste of it no matter what they do every day. And they've adopted all this progressiveness, liberal agenda stuff. And I think it's funny in California, they're asking everybody between 4 and 10 at night to shut off everything they've got, including their television sets, that will affect ESPN's ratings. Because those people, and ESPN, you know, promotes all this, and they're telling everybody, shut your TV sets off over there. (laughs) And they pay billions of dollars for all those sporting events, and now they're telling everybody to shut their TV. I think it's funny. It's coming back to bite them in the ass. And I hope... I hope, folks, that um, Northwestern Energy and all the rest of them here in Montana do not send any electricity their way. <laughs> do not send it that way. You guys are lucky Paul doesn't generate power. <laughs> I ran around the house. I plugged in every curling iron I could find, everything I, to use as much as I possibly So they don't get it. They don't get it. Well, that's terrible. Well, tough. They sit here and ruin the country and inflict their pain on all of us out here with all of their agendas, letting people run across their borders and all kinds of things. Their ideology infected our school systems, all of those kind of, and now they want us to send our power. Don't send it to them. They, they stopped all their generation of power. They, they pulled out four hydroelectric plants on the rivers. All of that kind of stuff. And now they're making people all have electric cars, which is going to, <laughs> according to uh, Elon Musk, we're going to need five times the energy we have now to charge these electric cars. It takes an 80-amp service, folks, to charge a car at your home. Well, your home's only a 200-amp, basically, on average, your air conditioner, 15, 20 amps. Your well, car's going to take 80 of it. It's just you know how You know how at, at, when you live in the country at our house, nobody does wash or dishes while somebody's in the shower because <laughs> of the water pressure? Uh-huh. Okay, it's going to be the same way for electricity out there. When everybody, when they got the car plugged in yeah. at the house... Sorry, the air conditioner has to be off and only one light and don't run the stove. And what what if it's a family like yours? So there's mom, there's dad, and there's three or four kids all with cars? Look what they've done. Look what they've done. And Joe Biden's running around saying, we're extremists. Yeah. We're the extremists. He's the one with open borders, wants 17 Supreme Court judges. He is crazy. That man is so far gone and nuts and on the take. It's unbelievable. Just listening to him, you know, gave a speech to the unions over the weekend. Look, 
It's all about that three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S. <laughs> He's crazy. He is. By the way, the jobs report came out uh, last week. Wanted to talk about this. I had it here. I saved it. This is AP's version. Five key takeaways from the August jobs report. Delivered what the feds wanted, had been hoping for. Not too hot, not too cold. 315,000 jobs. This will make the feds task easier. Normally, an uptick in joblessness would be sobering news. Even cause for worry, but not now. You know why? No, tell me. Because we got a Democrat (laughs) in the White House. That's why. Employment, unemployment rate rose from 3.5 to 3.7%. But the but the increase in August is welcome. Listen to this. We welcome a two-tenths of 1% point in unemployment. It's welcome. Happy days are here again. The participation rate, labor force, 62.4%. Highest level since March, but not the highest since Trump days. Last month's jobs report, retailers added 44,000 employees. Healthcare gained 48,000, including 15,000 in hospitals. Now, why are retailers adding 44,000 jobs? Now, what they don't tell you in this is how many of those 44,000 jobs are the second job now for Americans because of inflation. Exactly. See, they're, they're not going to tell you that. Hiring in leisure industry and hospitality industry slowed. And this is, get this, this is AP and the typical liberal slugs approach to jobs report. The average work week in America slipped last month. The average work week, the average work week in America, are you, hold, sit down for this. (laughs) The average work week in America is now 34.5 hours. Okay? I do that in two days. Mm-hmm. 34.5 hours. So why aren't they assigning more hours to the workers that they have on hand? Well, Labor Secretary suspects that employees, especially those who are making a good living, are now more conscious of striking a balance between work, Mark, and their personal lives. Employers are wary having seen people quitting their jobs because their work-life balance is off. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just got to quit. My, <laughs> you, look, my, my life is demanding, okay? I got a lot of crap I need to do here. I want to go out and enjoy myself, so I'm cutting back. I'm cutting, they're cutting back, folks. Their life balance is off. 34 hours a week. 34 hours a week. There's 168 hours in a week. (laughs) They're only working 34 of them. Uh So that gives them 134 off hours. Does that sound balanced? (laughs) That doesn't sound balanced to me. No. 
Work 34 off 134. What are you, firemen? 34. Their life balance is off. An increase in employees work from home. Splitting time between home and workplace is limiting the hour's work. In the leisure hospitality business, which includes restaurant hotels, average hours work peaked in April and now have fallen. There's been an increase in unemployment among black Americans. Now, this is interesting because unemployment with black Americans hit an all-time record low under President Trump. I recall that. Hispanic and black employees in America had never been employed at a level ever seen before than they were under the Trump administration. Now, now it's falling. Recently, the kids' playground equipment at Barkemeyer Park in Huntley was vandalized. Join the Roadside Event Center Friday, September 9th for their Art for Our Park fundraiser for new playground equipment. Enjoy an evening of dinner, auction, and live music from the Bucky Beaver Ground Grippers. Tickets are $75 and available at the door. If you only want to come for the live music, tickets are only $10 after 9 p.m. All proceeds go to Barkemeyer Park's Playground Fund. Doors open at 5 p.m. Friday, September 9th at the Roadside Event Center, 143 North Northern Avenue in Huntley. You must be 21 or older. Okay, here. The jobless rate among black Americans, 6.4%. That's the highest level we have had in almost a year in America. And, and here's yesterday, here's yesterday Labor Day. Labor Day, where we celebrate hard work, putting your nose to the grindstone, achieving that American dream doing whatever it takes for you and your family and your household. And then the jobs report comes out and it says, I just need more time to balance uh, my life and cut back on my working hours to 34 hours a week, 34 hours a week. And a lot of those people who cut back on their working hours are going to get their student loans paid off. Uh-huh. So not only are they getting those paid off, they're going to cut back on their working hours while everybody else out there is busting their ass, mm-hmm. paying our bills, achieving the American dream, and paying that loan for them. Balance. It's all about balance, Mark. Balance. You got to balance it. Balance won't pay bills. I don't have any friends that are working less hours because of balance. Balance won't set up your retirement balance won't enable you to do the things you want to do later on in life look at me i blew the whole wad over the weekend i went up to lewistown and i ate at a mexican restaurant (laughs) so you're you're good till next year i'm done now for the year (laughs) that was the entire pro but fear not folks i'm gonna plant two maybe three crops next year because joe biden because you're a good american damn right joe biden told me you need to plant two or three so that's what all of us in Montana are going to do. We're going to plant. I just went out today and planted my pineapples. <laughs> I, I started yesterday. Are you playing Farmville? Yep. I planted pineapples yesterday, and I hope to harvest them sometime around January the 1st. Uh, I got my pineapples in. Planted some peach trees on Friday. We'll do that. Corn, all that. Yep, we're going to do two or three now because they asked us to. And that's so, and we can do it just like that, folks. Just because these people are such whizzes when it comes to agriculture, they're dumb. 
They don't understand anything no, no. about agriculture. Not one thing. And they don't care to. Yeah, I'm going to plant two, three, maybe. I don't know. Four. Who knows? Uh, I haven't decided yet. God, the money will be rolling in. Then I can balance. Hmm. Then I'll be able to balance. Uh, we lost our ass with $8 winter wheat because of the expenses from these people. What they have done. And continue to do. They have made it impossible to farm. And now they want us to not only lose that much, but lose twice as much mm-hmm. by doing two. They don't get it, Mark. They don't get it at all. Not one bit. I filled up with gas when I was in Lewistown because it's cheaper there. So I filled up up there mm-hmm. uh, while I was there. Fuel, fertilized, chemical, insurance, parts through the roof. Doubled. Everything's doubled. In agriculture, anything that you deal with in agriculture has doubled. Mm -hmm. Pick something. I don't care what it, at least doubled, folks. And I don't care if it's a part. I don't care if it's fuel. I don't care if it's chemical, fertilizer. I'm telling you everything, net wrap, everything in agriculture has at least doubled in the last 18 months. Doubled. So raise two. Uh Go for three, maybe. Mm -hmm. Doubled. I'll tell you what hasn't doubled, the price of what uh, sugar beet farmers get. That hasn't doubled. Mm -hmm. That hasn't doubled at all. The price of what we get for our calves, that hasn't doubled, but everything else has doubled. So they want you to double the amount of money you lost that you lose every year. Your loss. Can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, and this is going to be uh, this is going to be make it or break it week for our All Things Wood Parade. Okay. Well, we announced that last week. We need twenty five to thirty folks to uh, to make something. You crafty devils out there, uh, build something. The majority of it has to be made out of wood. I don't care what it is: a playhouse, a doghouse, a rocking chair, a clock, a birdhouse, a cabinet, a TV stand, a wine rack, any anything you can think of. That you could make out of wood, a little coffee hutch, you know, anything. I mean, you there a picture frame, it doesn't matter. Make it beautiful, nice. If we can get 25 to 30, we'll do our parade fundraiser again this fall. And we'll pick a charity and do it. Have a big gala, that kind of thing. And um, if we can get 25 to 30, uh, then we'll do it. Like we did last year, we did the doghouse parade. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll do it again this year. But until unless we have 25 or 30, we're not going to do it, have an auction and all that kind of stuff With if we get four items. So right. um, we want it done by this week because we have to make plans. You know, God, Wilson, uh, today's the 6th of September already. I know. So uh, we got to get moving on this in order to – we got people that want tables. Well, that's – and I'm not sure if they're calling in because they want tables that are made – <laughs> or they want tables at the gala. I think I think gala. You think that's what it is? I, I, I think it is. Oh, okay. So, um, but if you uh, if you want to participate and help out and and uh, you do that kind of while you're balancing, <laughs> you do that while you're balancing. <laughs> That'll be Paul's new favorite word. This yeah, week. I'm going to balance. I'm balancing yeah. my life. Well, Mark balanced watching Yellowstone over the weekend. He needed some balance. I needed some balance. So, uh, <laughs> oh, funny. Well, so we gotta we gotta find out by the end of the week by Friday, and so we can make a call on this. And if we did, great. If we don't, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 
no skin off our back. We're just trying to help out people and, and do some things for organizations around. And if it if it works, great. If it doesn't, well, happy new year. Mm-hmm. Folks, that's much like how all of our Flakesgiving meetings go. Pretty much, isn't it? <laughs> if, if it does, great. If it doesn't, great. There you go. Whatever. If it doesn't matter. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.